Romans chapter 5 verse 8 For God commended his love towards us In that while we were yet sinners Christ died for us So it's not about what we have done Or what we will ever do It's about his love for us I can boldly tell you That it's not about what you have done It's not about what you are doing It's not about what you will ever do God loves you And you need to realize that because he loves you He will not lead you in what you are going through Jesus one more time oh glory to God hallelujah amen all right we may be powerfully seated can you do me a favor if there's an empty chair in front of you I'd like you to take it right here in this auditorium praise God I'd like us to sit together amen there's something about when we sit together yes thank you thank you if you can take the front seat there praise God hallelujah amen but don't worry you can stay there praise god hallelujah glory glory to god amen all right i want to welcome everybody to church uh this morning and for those uh of us who are watching online thank you for choosing to be a part uh, of love's domain family assembly lagos church how are you guys doing praise god i know you guys are missing me praise god but i'm going to be back hallelujah quality church we love you we celebrate you and by the grace of god i'm going to be in quality uh very soon and fellowshipping with you physically praise god and for our family friends and partners who are watching online thank you for choosing to be a part uh, of our service this morning we're worshiping live and um, the service is coming live to us from our auditorium in our Kure church this morning glory to god hallelujah amen so good to see all the beautiful faces in our again hallelujah and nelly so good to see you. can somebody help me celebrate nelly this morning oh my god come on help me celebrate him hallelujah praise god he told me he was gonna come and he's here this morning hallelujah amen all right um the word that is going to be coming our way uh this morning is going to uh, i know a lot of us will have been wondering um pastor was the topic for the month uh, of june because in ldf we usually have a topic that we deal with every single month but you will have noticed that there has been no flyer, there has been no design, you know, concerning the topic for the month, except for the design for the church convention that is taking place next week, Saturday. I mean, okay, is it next week? We're already in this week, praise God. Uh -huh. You know, on Saturday and on Sunday. And for those of us who have been following us on social media, you will know that uh, it's going to be one meeting, uh, three venues, praise God. Uh, what we mean by one meeting is going to be one word explosion 2021 and there are going to be three venues praise god at lagos akure and Kwale. hallelujah but you know the event is going to be taking place live in lagos in our auditorium praise god and uh, akure and Kwale, they are going to be our viewing centers praise god so people in akure can come to our auditorium to be a part of the fellowship with the saint of god and be a part and witness what is about to happen in what explosion 2021 and the same thing is also going to be happening in quale praise god and um, this saturday june 12 we're having two sessions uh we're having the first one in the morning the morning session by 10 a.m then we're going to have a break then by 4 p.m we're going to be back uh for the evening session then 9 a.m on sunday morning we're going to have the final session praise god and we're having two guests this year my friend and my brother uh the senior pastor of king city ministries in lagos uh bishop faith Acho is going to be joining us wonderful wonderful great man of god hallelujah i hope you're clapping right there in lagos church and in Kuala. praise god is going to be joining us we're expectant is such a grace blessed man of god doing an amazing work in the city of lagos hallelujah and my pastor my father you know uh he's also going to be around he's a he's been a constant speaker since this house you know started as far back as 2006 and he's been such a blessing to us 
the senior pastor of center for reality international church in ibado reverend benga kotila is also going to be with us come on go ahead and celebrate hallelujah you know and you know i know my pastor praise god i was with him in ibado on wednesday and thursday now wednesday evening i followed him to a meeting he went to preach somewhere and i went with him praise god and my wife were there with him and while he was preaching he got to a place he was just saying there is more there is more and i told my wife i said that's a sign that man of god is prepared for us <laughs> hallelujah glory to god you know i just told my wife my wife said that's true i said yeah his shoulder is ready so out of what is reserved for us he's jumping out much more in this meeting praise god it's going to be awesome it's going to be superb and i believe god that every single one of us were going to return from the convention with a testimony oh i thought i was going to hear louder amen because our finances is going to change oh am i talking to somebody here our finances is going to go grow in leaps in our academics we will go forward in our marriage things are going to become in our relationship in every area of our life god is going to be pouring his blessings upon us in the name of jesus oh come on if you believe that say louder amen hallelujah so what we are going to be doing this morning and on wednesday before the convention begin is we're going to prepare our hearts for what god is about to do now, if you're being a member of this house, you will know that that is what we do yearly. We prepare the heart of the people so that you can be at your, how, how do I put it now? Your faith can be at the optimum level. Do you understand what I'm saying? So that as words of prophecy come, you are not, you are not there thinking, should I take it, should I not take it? Praise God. Do you understand what I'm saying? You know, it's like, you know, there are two experiences in scripture. And I'm going to show you the difference between the two experiences. Peter and John were going into the temple at the night hour. And they saw a man who was lame from birth, who had never walked before. And they walked up to him, and the man was expecting they would give him money. And they said to him, silver and gold we have none, but out of that which we have, we're going to give to you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise and what? And walk. But guess what happened? The man sat down there looking at them because in his entire life nobody had ever told him to stand up and walk but you see the miracle must take place are you following this so you will see in that book of acts that peter and john stretch forth their hands and they had to lift him up before he could start walking that's case number one are you following this now, in another place in the book of Acts, the Bible said that Paul was preaching. And there was a man in the midst of the crowd who also was lame. Are you following this? Now, the Bible says Paul perceived that he was preaching. That the man had faith to be healed. And guess what Paul did? Paul just said to him, stand up and begin to walk. And guess what happened? Paul did not need to go there to pick him up. The man just stood up and started walking. There's a difference. One needed to be helped. The other one was prepared. Oh, do you understand what I'm saying? Oh, you didn't get it. One needed to be helped because he was still there. Should I stand or should I not stand? But the other one was ready to stand. Even before they said it, his faith was all to receive the healing. Are you following this? So what we want to do is to prepare us to that point. So that when the word of God begins to come forth, not in the convention, you're not thinking, maybe that's not me. You know, there are some words of prophecy that can come based on your situation and circumstance. You feel like they can't be talking to me. How many of you understand what I'm talking about? You're, you're in a deep mess. There's a whole lot going on in your life, financially, academically, maritally, relationship-wise. Are you following me? And you're thinking, uh, this is what 
word of prophecy surely cannot be for me because you're looking at your circumstance but you see but the virtue of the preparation that we're about to do you are going to be prepared oh my god you didn't hear what i just said you are going to be prepared because as the world begins to come forth you will rise oh my god i thought somebody was going to say loud amen today i said you will rise you will rise out of your shape of your pain out of whatever is holding you down you will rise in the name of jesus now i want us to turn our bibles to the book of hebrews chapter 11. hebrews chapter 11. now for those of us who tuned in on wednesday you will i mean the word was hot in this place on wednesday it was hot because the preparation actually started from Wednesday. If you miss that service, you need to go back to our Facebook page and relieve the moment. Pastor Stanley brought the word to us and it was so powerful. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to continue in that light. Are you following this? Hebrews chapter 11, I was going to read a very popular scripture. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6. Now it says, and without faith, it is impossible to please God. Now look up for a moment. I want to take my time a little. He said, for without faith, it is impossible to please God. So it means that if you're going to please the heart of the Father, one of the things that you must have is what? Come and talk to me is what? I can't hear you say what? Is faith. You must have faith. And the reason why you must have faith is because, you see, when God speaks to us, have you noticed that God does not talk to us based on our past? God does not talk to us even based on where we are. God talks to us based on the future, number one. Then he talks to us based on what he created us to be. Or oh, are you listening to me? Because some of us right now, we have not yet evolved into what God created us to be. We are still evolving. We are in the process of evolving. How many of us remember from our biology? You know, uh, 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 I think it's the butterfly uh, from our biology. The egg is laid. And from the egg, it becomes what? It becomes a lava. And from lava, it becomes what? It becomes a pupa. And from pupa, it becomes what? A butterfly. There's a process. And some of us are just evolving some of us we are still at the lava stage and you see when you see the lava never judge the lava by the stage that it is because it's only a matter of time before it evolves into a pooper come on am i right come on am i right so you see i don't know what is happening in your life at the moment the best of god for your life you are yet to receive it are you listening to me you are yet to receive it because we are all evolving we are all evolving we are all going from one stage to another and oh my god and you know sometimes it even looks as if things are not working in our favor and it looks as if we are going backwards have you experienced that before but you see in the natural it may look like backwardness but in the realm of the spirit a lot of times if not a lot of time all the time it's actually a promotion or oh, are you listening to me Oh, how will a man come and say, I have a dream that I will be a ruler? And the first place he will find himself is a pit. Does it look like a palace? Come on, talk to me. It doesn't look like a palace. Then they brought him out of the pit and they put him in Potiphar's house. Then he became a servant. He became an houseboy. Then after a while, he was promoted in the rank, in the office of the houseboy. Because the Bible says Potiphar gave access, gave Joseph access to everything that he had. Now, you see, it will look as if, oh, the life of Joseph is actually getting what? Better. But the next place he found himself was what? Was the prison. He went back down. And you will feel like, oh my God, this guy's vision is not real. This guy's vision is not true. How will he see a palace and the first dream in a pit? Then he became a houseboy. And from a houseboy, he became a prisoner. And you see, when you are a prisoner in any land, prisoners 
ex-convicts are the lowest people in any society. Come and talk to me now. I mean, would you open a business and you want to employ somebody and you see on the CV, ex-convicts, and you say you are the one I want? Are you following me? That's why in a society like America, you have organizations, NGOs, that deal with ex-convicts to ensure that they are properly infused back into society. Especially those of them who have become repentant. Because when you see ex-convicts, even though the guy is now born again and talk-talking, you will still be watching. Oh, man, this guy don't go prison before. May not pack my money. Do you understand what I'm saying? So a lot of them actually go back to crime. Because nobody is willing to give them a second chance. But you see, God is not a God. Somebody came and said, God is a God of a second chance. I said, no. He's not the God of a second chance. He's the God of another chance. Oh, you don't understand what I'm talking about. Because he will keep giving you chances. He's not the God of a second chance. He's a God of another chance. Because he will give you one chance after another and another and another. Are you listening to me? It looks as if the life of Joseph was not going forward. But everything was actually infused into the plan and the purpose of God. Because in the lowest place that he was as a prisoner was where he met who was going to connect him to the palace. You can imagine just for a moment that Joseph was not in the palace as at the time the butler was in the prison. I mean, sorry. Imagine he was not in the prison as at the time the butler was in the prison. So he had to be in the prison for the butler to have a dream and not be able to interpret it. And Joseph said, you don't know the interpretation. And he told him, the baker and the butler. He said, you baker, the bread you see carrying on your head and the bread coming to eat it up. It only means one thing, though, that in few days from now, Pharaoh is going to bring you out of prison and he's going to remove your head from your neck. He said, but for you, butler, what is going to happen is that you're going to be restored back to your position. That's what's going to happen. He said, but remember me, guy. When you get back into the palace and when it happened the guy got back to the palace and because he saw the enjoyment he forgot all about joseph but listen to me men may forget you but god never forgets oh who am i talking to this morning men may forget but god will never forget the man forgot but god created a scenario that caused the man to remember i feel like prophesying over somebody that as we move further into the month of june there are going to be scenarios that will take place that god is going to steer some situation that will cause men to remember you oh i thought that the man was going to be louder than that uh, I said God will share situation he will share circumstances that will cause men to remember you Pharaoh had a dream and he didn't know the interpretation. The men he used to call, the men he used to call to interpret his dream before he called them, there was no solution. Oh, you don't get what I'm talking about. Because listen, in this season, there are issues that will be taking place all around you that there will be no one to provide the solution to except you. Oh my god you didn't get that he called the men he used to call and say this is a dream call those guys let them tell me but the bible says they could not they did everything they could do they could not interpret the dream and while all that was going on something popped up in the mind of the butler say yeah he said i've offended god he said there was a man who in the prison who told me interpreted my dream and exactly as he said was what happened and pharaoh said they should bring him up at once and when they told joseph the bible says joseph quickly went to clean up he cleaned himself up put on the best robe that he could find and he came to the pre i mean to the palace interpreted the dream what he was brought for was that he should interpret the dream but he took a step further he interpreted the dream you see listen to me if he stopped at the interpretation of the dream alone you know pharaoh could have said ah thank you so much oh maybe the best he would have said to him was you are a prisoner Abby. i set you free go home. maybe give him some money then he will become an egyptian just living in egypt as a free man but joseph said sir that is the dream oh seven years of plenty and seven years of scarcity he said, but sir, you will not look for a 
a man that will be in charge during the seven years of plenty that will store food for the seven years and when he provided the solution pharaoh said i should look for a man all these men are here they are all useless you have come you have interpreted it you didn't just interpret it you gave me the solution and you are still telling me to go and look for a man he said you are the one and he said only in throne will i be greater than you in the land of egypt somebody get ready are you ready for more oh my god i said are you ready for more i said are you ready for more i said are you ready for more because listen to me god is about to bless you in this season more than you could ever imagine more than you can ever handle the wonders of god the greatness of god the glory of god is about to rise upon your family upon your marriage upon your business upon your career upon your ministry in the name of jesus he said those that must come to him he said now faith without faith it is impossible to please him now how will joseph be able to get to the palace if joseph never had faith are you listening to me he said it's impossible if you're going to come to god because god will speak and talk about things that goes beyond your human understanding you look at where you are and you what god is saying and you will not be able to match the two pictures what oh, listening to me right now your back account you have just some thousands of naira and god is saying what well, you know year 2021 before we close the year you're going to have some millions of dollars in your bank account uh you're thinking uh, uh you just look around uh you look around uh you say oh, oh pastor stanley uh, god must be talking about pastor stanley he, he cannot be me millions of dollars where will i see it it takes faith to embrace such a prophecy are you following me he met moses i said you are a deliverer moses said in me me is tamara what will i see before pharaoh and God said, you don't understand. But both the stamina, the crippled, the lame, the blind. He said, I made them. I am calling you a deliverer. In fact, that was why they gave back to you. It took faith for Moses to be able to embrace that word. He said, to Gideon, you're a mighty man of valor. You were talking about Gideon on Wednesday. He said, you're a mighty man of valor. Gideon looked around in the wine press. Who God was talking to, and because there was no other person, he had to ask the angel, Are you are you are you talking to me? Me for me from I mean I'm a small man, number one. I'm a small man, I'm from a very small family. My small family is from the smallest tribe in the whole of Israel. Everything that pertains to me is small, and you are saying mighty my, from where to where. He took faith for Gideon to embrace that word. Oh, are you listening to me? Listen to me. Oh my God, can I say this? That in this convention, God is going to be speaking way ahead of us. And by our faith, we are lashing on to it. I said by faith, we are lashing on to it. I said by faith, we are lashing on to it. Oh my God, get ready for promotion. Get ready for promotion. Get ready for your... Get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. Who am I talking to this morning in Lagos Church? Who am I talking to? Get ready. Oh, get ready. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. Then he went further. He said, For those who come to him must believe that he what? That he is. You know why I returned your phone to you? Because I wanted to read from the Amplified. But I saw that the Bible here is, it has two translations. So, oh, what am I seeing? Four translations. So I said, okay, I don't need your phone. Let me return it. Praise God. Now look at what he says in the Amplified. He said, but without faith, it is impossible to please and be satisfactory to him. Without faith, it is impossible to please and be satisfactory to God. Do you want to satisfy God? Then you need your faith. Then he said, 
He said, For whoever will come near to God must necessarily believe. I love that word necessarily. He said, Necessarily believe that God exists. So, you must believe that God exists. You see, the old King James that most of us carry around, he said you must believe that God is. You see, God is never was. God is always is. Oh, God is always God in the moment. Hebrews chapter 13 verse 8. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, when, today, and when, forever. That means no matter where you go, lie, Jesus Christ is what? The same. He said those that must come to God must first believe that he what? That he is. The amplifier says you must believe that God exists. You know what this simply means? You know, have you met some Christians? And it's possible that it may well have happened to some of us. That we find ourselves in some deep situations. How you begin to say, God, where are you? Come on. If you have been there before, can you just don't let your heart, don't raise your hand too much. Just, just lift it up a little and say, I've been there before. Come on, let me see. Let me see. Just don't let somebody else see too. Just raise it up. You, you, you understand? I've also been there. You look at your situation, you say, God, where are you? But you see, when you have such a question in your heart, what it means at that moment is that you are doubting the existence of God. And you see, in such a situation, it's going to be almost impossible for you to see the hand of God. Because if you will see the hand of God, you must believe that He was, that He is. That means no matter the situation that comes, God is. Oh, do you understand what I'm talking about? I'm in the valley, God is. I'm on the mountaintop, God is. Oh, there's trouble all around me, God is. Oh, you don't understand what I'm talking about. I have so many haters all around me, God is. Everybody has left me, abandoned me, God is. My father, my mother forsake me, God is. Do you know what he even said? He said, when your father and your mother forsake you, he said, I, the Lord, will pick you up in my heart. So even when my father my mother say i don't want you again god is god is at every point in time god is he never he never was worse he is always is he said those that must come to god must first necessarily believe that he exists Never allow situations and circumstances to tell you that God, I mean, begin to make you say, God, where are you? I remember sharing an experience with us of a guy who saw a vision. Are you listening to me? He saw a vision. And what did he see in that vision? He saw that he was by the seashore. And he was walking side by side with God. God was holding his hand. And they were walking side by side. If you have been to the seashore before, as you take your footsteps, as you look back, you will see your footprints on the sands. Come and talk to me. You will see it. So as he was walking with God, every time he looked back, he saw four footprints. Four. Two of his own. Then two of God. Then all of a sudden he got to a very, into a very dark tunnel. Very dark tunnel. There were a lot of scary things in that tunnel. And immediately got into that situation. He looked back. And guess what he saw? He saw those two footprints. Those two. Then the guy became angry. He became very mad at God. And said, God, when everything was alright, you were there walking with me. But I got into this dark situation. Into this dark tunnel. And you abandoned me to walk alone. And you know God, while he was walking through the dark tunnel, God never said a single word. And the guy did everything he could. And immediately he got out of the dark tunnel. And got back into the light. By the seashore again. He looked back. Then he saw four footprints. His own and that of God. 
then he had to ask God. He said, God, I'm mad at you. God, I'm angry at you. He said, when it was all rosy before, you walk with me. When I go into the dark tunnel, you let me to walk alone. And now that everything is all right, you are back walking with me. When I needed you, you were not there. Guess what God did? God smiled and said, you don't understand. You thought when you look back in that tunnel, you thought the two footsteps you saw, you thought they were yours. They were not yours. They were mine. Because in that dark tunnel, I carried you in my hands. That was what I did. I carried you in my hands. I wouldn't even allow you to walk on your feet. You thought they were yours. It was when we came out of the dark tunnel that I placed you on the ground again. I carried you. Listen to me. Sometimes it's not all the time that God delivers us from trouble. Oh, somebody needs to hear this. Because the message the church has preached for long is that God is a deliverer. God is a deliverer. He will deliver you. Trouble will not come. But listen to me. There's a side of God that will not deliver you. He did not deliver the tribal boys. He allowed them to get into the fire and while in the fire he came and he joined them in the fire there's a dimension of god that steps into the fire with you oh are you listening to me he steps into the fire with you and he ensures that no matter how hot it gets there's a cooling system in that fire things that will make the enemy wonder we put three men here how come they are four i told somebody one time i said have you ever been in a situation before had you told somebody about your situation and the person felt like how are you surviving because if i were you maybe by now i'll be dead and you're telling that person i'm okay i'm all right and the person is wondering how come you all right are you a human being Oh, are you listening to me? Listen to me. There's something that I know that the other person does not know. What I know is that though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. He's with me. Those that must come to God must first believe that He is, that He exists. He always is. Then look at what he said. He said that and is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. I was sharing on a particular platform of late and I said, you know, if he had said that, he's a rewarder of those who seek him. That means everybody who seeks him gets a reward. But he did not say those that seek him he will reward. He said, those that diligently seek him, get a reward. And you see, a lot of times when we read our Bible, we miss out on some critical points. Or oh, are you listening to me? We miss out on some critical factors. For example, John 3.16, one of the most popular verses of scripture in the whole world. John 3.16, for God so loved the world. Is that what he says? Now you will come and you will say God loves me. But you see when you say God loves me. I believe you know that's an understatement. Oh come and talk to me. Uh, because he didn't just love you. You see when I say. If he had said for God love the world. And he says for God so love the world. I believe you know there are two different statements. For God loves the world. He means he loves the world. But when he says for God so. You see the word so makes a whole lot of difference. It means the love. When you say for, for God love. And for God so love. You see when you use the word so love. It means it's not just an ordinary love. Are you listening to me? The word diligent makes the difference. And I checked up the word diligent in dictionary. And the word diligent in dictionary, one of the meanings means to do the same thing again and again and again without reducing the impact of it. Are you listening to me? Doing the same thing again and again without reducing the impact. For example, 
you want to break a rock you see that rock and they give you a hammer a sledge armor to break that rock now by the time you begin to eat that rock let's assume that you will have to eat that rock with that armor 100 times before it would break now you see by the time you continue to eat the rock now it is not the first one that will break the rock are you listening to me even you may have eaten it 99 times and the rock appears as if it doesn't want to break come on am i talking to you but by the time you eat it the hundred times you just see the whole thing just scatter everywhere now you see what broke that rock was not that last one it was the accumulation from the first eats and all of a sudden you eat it and all thing scatters the consistent effort that you keep applying is what will eventually break the rock now when you use the word diligently it means you are somebody who comes to god in a way that you see uh it's either god or god oh you don't understand what i'm talking about it's either god or god it's another word i would have loved to use for the word diligent that appears like um a negative word is the word desperate oh do you understand what i'm talking about and you see sometimes uh, you need to become desperate uh, when you need to get things from god uh, can i show you some desperate people in scripture or should i show you come on am i talking to somebody here should i show you uh when 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 rachel did not have a child leah you see jacob loved rachel come on talk to me loved rachel rachel was the one he wanted to marry but he was duped he sat for seven years and when he got married on the night of the wedding he opened, he opened the face of his wife and discovered that it was leah and because of his desperation of love for rachel he said i will serve another seven years for rachel and he served another seven years and he got married to rachel and guess what happened leah began to give birth the first child the second child rachel did not have any but don't forget that the love of jacob was with rachel are you listening to me but rachel was not given birth to a child and you see when it comes to a man you see he gets to a point where the one who gives the offspring his love begins to go in the direction of that person do you understand what i'm talking about and when rachel knew oh that something is happening here oh she got to a point and she became desperate and guess the statements that she made she said god give me a child or i die and god said this one don't you don't reach in breaking points you don't reach breaking points oh, are you listening to me this one don't reach breaking point you see I, I, you see you see what i want you to, to happen during this convention you see right from the first session i want you see I, it's like i want you to be on the edge of your seats do you understand what i'm talking about you're in a place where that you are you ready you know they say on your mark i don't want you to be on your mark there's a place that they call get set when you yet get set oh I, I remember those days in primary school on your mark you kneel now when is that get set you rise it means you're in your position to take off and sometimes when you hear get set before they say go you see some people run then they call them back you remember they call them back and they say all of you must move at once you see i don't want you to be in the position of uh on your mark uh the position i want you to be in is the position of get set so that as you hear the word of god you take it or you take it in your hands or by your faith and you begin to run with it listen to me god is getting ready to lift us god is getting ready to take us higher i don't maybe the person is not even in a college church maybe you're online listen to me god is getting ready to lift you in lagos in kuala in abuja in, in australia god is getting ready to lift you are you ready diligently seeking 
when you diligently seek God, he said the rewards. He's a reward of those who diligently seek him. I saw a story in scripture that I love so much. Luke chapter 18, because of our time. But it's in Luke chapter 18 from verse 1. Jesus started out, he said, men ought to always pray everywhere and not to faint. Well, you read, in fact, let, let, let's go there. Can we go there? Luke chapter 18. Are you getting blessed? Oh, I can't hear you. I said, are you getting blessed? Oh, in Lagos, are you getting blessed? Hallelujah. Now, when you read from the King James, look at what it says. From verse 1. He said, and he spoke a parable unto them to this end. That men ought to always pray and not to faint. Now, I said I have four translations here. The NIV says, then Jesus told his disciples a parable to show them that they should always pray and not give up. Now, look at what it says from the Amplified. And Jesus told them a parable to the effect that they ought always to pray and not to turn cowards. Then he put some words in brackets. He said they must not faint. They must not lose heart. And they must not what? Give up. You see, a diligent man is not a man who gives up. Oh, are you listening to me? Oh my God. You see, there's a word of prophecy coming. There's a word of prophecy coming for somebody. Listen to me. You see, there are some people during this convention. There are things you've been seeking from God. You've been asking from God. And it's been taking, it's taking a while. It's taking a toll on you. It's as if those things will not come to pass. But God is telling me to tell you that during World Explosion 2021, the answer is coming your way. He said you shouldn't give up. Then when you read the story that followed, Jesus wanted to explain to us what he meant by men ought to always pray and not to give up. Then he began to talk about the story of a judge and a woman. This woman had a case in court and she needed this judge to do justice to the case. Guess what happened? The Bible recorded that this judge is a wicked judge. One who does not have regard for God and he does not have regard for man. But this woman who wanted what she wanted kept on knocking on the house the door to the house of this judge the bible recorded jesus said that this woman will go in the morning and knock on the door of the judge sir i want this i want this case to go like this i'm supposed to get justice from this case then the judge will probably tell her to go then she will go and come back in the afternoon she will come back in the evening she'll come back in the middle of the night and she kept coming again and again and again and again no matter how many times the judge chased her away she kept coming then jesus said the judge now had to talk to himself and said this woman i'm dealing with here is not a woman that is going to give up because as long as i keep turning her down she will keep knocking on my door 10 years from now she's still knocking 20 years from now she's still knocking then the judge had to tell himself he said so that she does not weary me out it is better i just answer her and let her go so that she can stop coming now can you see the example that jesus was laying of people not giving up then jesus said if the unjust judge we give to that woman who kept coming 
And because she kept coming, the unjust judge answered her. Then Jesus said, how much more your heavenly father in heaven will answer speedily those who come to him. But you see, if you're going to come to him, what are the requirements? You must come with your faith and you must believe that he was, that he is. Oh, are you listening to me? You see, this year's convention, God is saying to us that there is more. What it means is that beyond what you have seen before, there is more. It means beyond, beyond what you have experienced before now, there is more. Beyond what you have ever heard, there is what? There is more. And like I said at the beginning of this, of this sermon this morning, you see, when God will speak, he will speak way above your head. Do you remember how he spoke to Abraham? When Abraham, Abraham does not have a child. Not one. Ishmael had not even come. And God looked at Abraham and said, I have made you a father of many nations. You see, the word made is what stands. Come and talk to me. The word made is which tense? Past tense. He says, Abraham, I have made you a father of many nations. God was speaking to Abraham in past tense. Meanwhile, in the present, Abraham does not have his child. Ishmael had not even come. But God said, relax, calm down, guy. See, I have made you a father of many nations. See, the next chapter, Abraham said, God, you have not even given me a child. A child, one you have not given me, and yet you are talking about nations. You see, God is not bothered about your present, there is more ahead of you. Who am I talking to here? I say there is more ahead of you. And you see, one of the things that I want to happen during the convention, I believe you know, we are having guests that are coming, and these men are grace. Bishop Acho is coming with grace. Reverend Benga Kotila is coming with grace. Oh, are you listening to me? And you see, when they come with these graces, what I want us to do, I want our faith to be high already, to receive as much as we can from them. I was doing a teaching one time and I said, faith can be seen. I believe you know faith can be seen. Come on, talk to me. Faith can be seen. It can be seen in how faith can be seen on your on the face of a man. It can be seen in your in your more in your manner of expression. Are you listening to me? Are you listening to me? It can be seen because somebody will come. You know, I've heard people who come and say, "Ah, in that church, they all used to jump and shout and jump and shout and jump and shout." But have you discovered that in the church that they're jumping and shouting, there's a whole lot happening there. And you're thinking they're jumping and shouting and the whole lot is happening. And you're wondering why is it happening? Because you are yet to realize that faith has an expression. Oh, come on, talk to me. I'm going somewhere with this. Faith has expression. When you have faith, there is a way that I can see from your expression that you've got some faith. Remember at the beginning, I said two scenarios. One, they came and they said, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk and walk. And the man sat down there and was looking. And they said, and they took him up and they dragged him up. Walk, my friend. Then he began to walk. But the other one was hearing the word of God. And the one who was preaching, go and read it in Acts. The Bible says, and Paul perceived that that man had faith to be healed. How did he perceive it? The man's expression. And I can tell you, even though I'm not in that meeting, I can tell you that that guy that Paul perceived had faith was not sitting like this. Come on, talk to me. Can somebody get me a chair? Get me a chair. Get me a chair. Come on, get me a chair. Get me a chair. Get me a chair. I, I, I don't know. I was not there. But I can tell you that that guy was not seated like this. I can tell you that that guy was not seated like this. 
I can tell you that that guy was not playing or typing something on his phone. I can tell you that the guy was not sleeping. Oh, there is a possibility, 99.9 possibility, that the way the guy was seated was like this. And Paul said, something is burning this guy. It's not, every other person is just seated. Uh, some of them go like this. Uh, some of them go like this. But this guy was, he was, he was on the edge of his seat. And Paul said, something must be happening to this guy. He's not seated the way every other person is seated. There must be something that is happening. And he perceived that he had faith to be healed. Do you remember the story of blind Bartholomew? Do you remember that story? There was a lot of crowd. Everybody was doing what they were doing. But Bartholomew, what was he doing? He was shouting. Son of David, have mercy. Guys, keep quiet. What did they worry you? We're in a service. Let the things be let things be done in order in the house of God. Guys said, I never know. Now me blind, nobody not blind. Son of David. I, oh my god. See, I need some people that will come into this convention that are coming with issues that they know that only God can resolve the issue, and they will come with a shout, they will come with a desperate spirit. They're not coming and they will see it. And where the world is going on, there's those that you understand what I'm talking about. They are on the edge of their seat, they are ready for what God is about to do. Do I have people who are ready for one explosion 2021? Uh, even in the way you respond, I can't see readiness. Oh my God, I can't, I can't see readiness. Oh, I, have you seen some war movies? Some war movies, especially those adult adventure movies. Have you seen it before? Have you discovered that before they go into that battle, there's always a commander on top of a horse that moves around in front of them. And what is he doing? He's giving a charge. Oh, he's giving what, what people call motivational talks today is what he does. And he charges them to a point that the people are oh they are high oh some of them are ready to die do you understand what i'm talking about one day we're watching what's the name of that movie brave hearts very old movie and you see this side and this side they will just run and be shouting they will just run and they'll be cutting head off cutting hand off cutting you know what my younger brother said he said if i was alive in those days that they used to fight war like this he said i would be at the back he said, when they shout, yeah, and they are charging. He said, when it gets to a point, you don't turn back. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. But you know, this man will not turn back. Because there was something, there's something leaping inside of them. They are ready to give their life. They are ready to die. And you hear them, before they step out, there's always a shout. Come on, talk to me now. There's always a shout. They shout with everything on their inside. And the commander knows that now they are ready to face the battle. How many of us are ready for one explosion 2021? Oh. Some, people, some people are still, you know, they are still... Ah, uh, ah! Uh, uh, you know what I say? You know what I say? See, when you need something desperately from God, and you know that only God can do it, there's a way you come to God. Are you listening to me? You don't come casually. You don't come casually. You don't just come as if, uh, let me just come. Maybe it will happen. Maybe it will not. Uh, but some of us are coming. Which it must happen. Uh, I'm not going back without an answer. Uh, some of us are like a hey, Jacob. I will leave you. You won't go until you bless me. Until you bless me. You are not leaving here. The angel is saying, leave me alone. Leave me alone. Daylight is almost here. Jacob is saying, until you bless me. You are not going anywhere. And the angel had to ask, What's your name? And he said, My name is Jacob. And he said, hmm. Jacob means a lot of things. And you have been all of those things. Jacob meant swindler, meant a thief, he meant all kinds of things. He said, But listen to me. You are not created to be Joseph, you are created to be Israel. For as a prince, thou hast power with God. Did you see another past tense there? 
he didn't say as a prince you will have power he said as a prince you have power with god so you know what that means a lot of times in our lives we're in places at the moment where we have not yet entered to the fullness of what god designed us to be but you see god begins to speak to us concerning the future and we gradually begin to move in the direction of what he's saying but for us to move into the fullness of it we need our faith and one thing about faith faith is faith has a lot to do with expression you can't tell me you've got faith and there's no expression of your faith faith can be seen what happened in mark chapter 6 jesus got into his hometown and the miracles he did in the other cities he could not do it in his hometown what was the problem the people were familiar with him and they sat down while he was teaching some of them probably sat like this and jesus wanted to work miracle and he could not but in some other cities the people that were there oh my god the woman with the issue of blood was not even going to allow jesus look in her direction my word on me don't look in my direction don't even touch me let me just touch you i see i don't even need you to be aware that i touch you because i won't touch your skin i will touch the hem of your clothes and if i touch it i shall be made whole. that's some level of faith are you ready for word explosion in lagos are you ready for word explosion in Kuala, are you ready for word explosion now if you're ready i'm going to give us one minute and you know what i want you to do in this one minute i want you to show the expression of your feet if you want to run you can run if you want to shout you can shout if you want to jump you can jump if you want to scream you can scream but i need you to show the expression of your faith this morning are you ready oh, see me. yes sir are you ready? In Lagos, are you ready? In Kuala, are you ready? In your house, are you ready? Open your mouth right now and give the Lord a shout. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God, I'm sure right now in Lagos they are still shouting. Oh, I'm sure in Kuala they are still shouting. Oh, I'm sure they are still shouting. I'm sure they are still shouting. I'm sure they are still shouting. I'm sure people are still shouting in their home. I'm sure somebody is running around. I'm sure somebody is jumping up. I'm sure somebody is shouting this morning. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Oh, come and just wave your hands unto the Lord this morning. Wave your hands unto the Lord this morning. There is more. Let our expectation rise, Lord. Let our faith be built to a point that we're ready to receive the best from you. Let our faith rise to a point that we're ready to receive every word of prophecy. Every word of God that is about to come. We let our faith rise, Lord. Let our faith rise, Lord. Let our faith rise, Lord. Right now, I want you to open your mouth and begin to pray in other tongues wherever you are. Come and pray in other tongues. Right in this auditorium, I need you to open your mouth and pray. And I don't want you to pray silently. Oh, it doesn't show you already. Open your mouth and pray. Let that word flow forth out of your mouth. Oh, when Anna became desperate and the prophet came into the temple, the prophet said something must be wrong with this woman. I guess she has gone too many wives because she was not praying normally the way normal people pray. Oh, Oh, Hey, Branda, come on, you have 30 seconds. You have 30 seconds, 30 seconds. Oh, you have 30 seconds. Come on, maximize the moment. Maximize the moment. Let your faith rise. Let your faith rise. Let your faith rise. Let your faith rise. God is ready to do. 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 Let your faith rise. Let your faith rise. Let your faith rise. Let your faith rise. Let your faith.
Let's rise. Hold up, Allah, the Shatarabai. Hold the Loba Sovetelebai, Ragai. Oh, Santana Barakata. Oh, come on, pray. I'm giving you 30 more seconds. Open your mouth and pray in the Holy Ghost. Oh, God is getting ready. God is getting ready. God is getting ready. After this year's convention, somebody is going to a whole new level. Somebody is going to a whole new level. That message was from the stables of Love's Domain Family Assembly. Senior pastors are Pastor Banji and KG Oladipo. To reach this ministry, send a mail to lovesdomainfamily at gmail.com. Remain blessed.